0: You're listening to a podcast from Father Peter Smith, St. Columbus Parish, North Lycard, on the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And now here's Father Peter. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Once Jesus was in a certain place praying, and when he had finished, one of his disciples said, "'Lord, teach us to pray.' just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, say this when you pray, Father, may your name be held holy, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive each one who is in debt to us and do not put us to the test. He also said to them, Suppose that one of you has a friend and goes to him in the middle of the night to say, my friend, lend me three loaves because a friend of mine on his travels has just arrived at my house and I have nothing to offer him. And the man answers from inside the house, do not bother me. The door is bolted now and my children and I are in bed. I cannot get up to give it to you. I tell you, if the man does not get up and give it to him for friendship's sake, persistence will be enough to make him get up and give his friend all he wants. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For the one who asks always receives. The one who searches always finds. The one who knocks will always have the door open to him. What father among you would hand his son a stone when he asked for bread, or hand him a snake instead of a fish, or hand him a scorpion if he asked for an egg? If you then, who are evil, know how to give your children what is good, how much more will the heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him the gospel of the Lord tonight we hear Jesus disciples asking him master teach us how to pray because they've seen the example of Jesus going off to pray and they want to imitate him and they want to learn how they too should pray so Jesus teaches them that prayer that is so familiar to us and Each one of us has probably prayed it thousands of times during our lives. Have you noticed how the whole of the prayer is about a plural? It's about all of us. None of the words in it are, give me this day my daily bread. Forgive me my trespasses. It's all plural. Our Father, forgive us our trespasses. Lead us not into temptation." And so it seems to me that Jesus was trying to point out to his disciples this whole communal sense of prayer, that even when we're in our own private space, praying privately, we have the needs of the whole world considered in the way in which we pray. And even in that first reading, all those repetitive pleas of Abraham, nagging God as if he were a child, talking to his father— What if there's only 45? What if 40, 35? And so it goes on. He also is praying, not for himself, but for the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. And as the gospel progresses, the example that Jesus gives is not of a man going and asking his neighbour for something for himself, but rather for a visitor who has been travelling. And remember, of course, in Jesus' time, very few people travelled through the day when it was hot. They travelled at night, so it would have been late when this v- friend arrived and he goes to his neighbour and asks for something for the traveller. And so it seems to me the challenge for us too is that our prayer should be something that encompasses the needs of our world, that we are praying for others. The path that of course is always the struggle in this is this Knock, and it will be given to you. Ask, and you will receive. Seek, and you will find. Don't know if that's your experience. It certainly isn't always mine. C.S. Lewis, that great author, poet, and humanitarian, his wife contracted cancer, and Lewis prayed every single day for her recovery and for her healing, and it didn't happen. She died, quite a young woman. One of Lewis's friends said to him, see, why would you bother praying? You haven't changed God's mind at all. And Lewis's response was, I don't pray to change God's mind, I pray to change me. And so essentially all our prayer is about how we respond to it, how we become part of this human family, give us this day our daily bread and still so many of our world go hungry. Forgive us our trespasses for not only personally but communally we have trespassed, we have sinned as a community. And so Jesus fairly and squarely places our prayer at the heart of the whole of humanity, if you like, the heart of all creation. We too place ourselves in that position that as we pray for ourselves and for others we are placing our trust in God. Not that we believe that it will change God, rather that it will change us. That as we pray for peace, we become more peaceful. As we pray for the hungry of our world, we will be people who feed the hungry. As we pray for those who are struggling, we will be people who support those struggling in our world. Today's gospel that the disciples go to Jesus and ask, teach us to pray, is because they saw the example of Jesus as a person of prayer. And I'm sure that for all you parents, as you pray with your children at home, they see you as an example of prayer too. And that encourages and inspires them to say, mom, dad, teach me to pray like you do. Even the simple things of pausing before a meal to give thanks to God for the food that we receive. They are a recognition of God's grace and love in our lives not just for us personally, but for us as a community. And so we give thanks to God for all the gifts that we receive. We pray for each other. We pray for the needs of the world. And in doing so, we too are changed.